Another DNA test? You know I've only been with you. With all the babies switching in this town, I want to make sure she's ours. The rewrite. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Good evening, everyone, from the crazy weather of Chicago. This is Take Two Radio, and I'm Pam, your host. I'm here with my co-host, David, Anthony, Hello. Candace. Good evening. Hello. And Carolyn is MIA. I don't know what's going on there, but um, she's supposed to join us, so maybe she'll be calling in shortly. But today, guys, I want you to know, in Chicago, we had three seasons. <laughs> we had. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like a fall, a crisp fall day, most of the day. It was like mm-hmm. 48 degrees. It was sunny. It was nice. I even had the window open, enjoying it. Then we went to dreary, cold, that. Then we went to yep. snow. And then we went back ah, to snow. sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snow. What? And yep. yep. Snow. And then we went back to sunshine. Mm-hmm. See, yep. I was right with you with Baltimore because it started out really cloudy. It rained. Then it was partly cloudy. Then the sun came out. The humidity was a little bit up. Then the wind came through. Like, it's still a little windy right now. So we went through kind of spring, spring, fall type. But when mm-hmm. you said snow, I'm like, huh? I'm like, wait, I was yeah. with you until you said snow. <laughs> well, I said yeah. the only thing we Spring missed out on today, it, well, the only thing we missed out on today was like, you know, hit maybe 60, 70 to get the summer part. Go ahead, Anthony. All right. Spring in Miami is summer everywhere else. It started out in the low 70s. It went up to 95 degrees. We had 10 minutes worth of rain, and it's absolutely beautiful outside right now. What's that? I can't hear you, Anthony, huh? Did anybody hear what Anthony said? No, none of us. None of us that are on the East Coast. And I know Carolyn is going to chime in. Yeah, it was 90 here today, too. So go ahead, Carolyn. It was probably 85. Yeah, I know. It's, I know it was 80, 85, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. So, uh, yeah. Humidity's not too bad, but we need rain. We need rain badly. Oh, well, you my Lord. Came up to yeah, we do need that. We've had. Yeah, we had rain <laughs> exactly. yesterday. Showers aren't doing yet. Mm-hmm. This morning, we had it this morning. Yeah. It, How are you guys doing rain. with sheltering in place? Um. Well. Well. <laughs> you know I, what? That's I'm, been I'm my life. Working. That's that's been my life for 10 years since my disabilities came on. So it's not a big issue for me. I'm used to it. Um, well, everybody knows I like going places, so it's kind of, I mean, it's it's kind of weird, but I'm actually getting stuff done that I normally yeah. wouldn't be able to do, 
So I look at that's a positive. Um, <laughs> I've actually, I'm like really, like really proud of myself. I was like, yeah, I got all of it done. But it is weird because I'm such a workaholic, and I miss, I miss my babies at work. Um, mm-hmm. So and it's, it's just kind of weird, just you know. But you know, I look at it as this: we have to do what's right um, for Mother Earth because Earth Week is in a couple of weeks. Um, and this is really like we, I mean, this is going to sound so cliche. We only have one life to live. So we need to do our part or else we're going to end up in general hospital. There you go. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) As the world turns (laughs) to a new guiding light. Don't go into the light. (laughs) (laughs) Into the light. Because we don't want, we don't want to end up on the edge of night. Right. (laughs) And begin with some shadows. Right now, I was going to say, right now, it's a little of the dark shadows, but, you know. <laughs> did, by the way, for those who are listening, we did not restrict them. No. <laughs> Maybe Ryan has a hope. There right. you go. <laughs> well, we're and we'll be loving our- in the city. <laughs> yeah. Life right. is all over. <laughs> We'll be we'll be young and we'll be young and restless and bold and beautiful again. So stay tuned. <laughs> Won't go to another world. <laughs> we got, we're going to search for tomorrow for some answers. <laughs> oh my god! And then we'll have some good some passions. Oh yeah, our passions. But in nine oh. months, there's going to be a lot of all my children, not my children, but y'all children. Not right. my children. Right. <laughs> not, right. Not me either. A bunch, of, a bunch of babies being born in nine months, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, well that'll keep Candace in business. In business. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So we're waiting for our guest to call in, but just so our listeners know, we're not just, you know, talking and crazy tonight. We're also welcoming (laughs) actress Amanda Baker, whom some of you may recognize as Babe Carrie Chandler from All My Children or as Jolene Krall from General Hospital Night Shift, as Ella from the movie Pandemic, or recently as Rebecca Larson from Black Lightning. Either way, we're very pleased to have her with us tonight once we... Yeah. Get her to call in. <laughs> there you go. But in the meantime, we in can, the meantime, we, can just, we were yeah. talking before we went on air, and Pam's general hospital is being interrupted every day. How about the rest of you? Um, are you getting no. all four of them? Yeah, I've been. It's well I've here. I can speak. Yeah, like I know New York, like around New York, it's been kind of tough here and there. I know here in Maryland, our governor, so our governor sometimes comes on around 1 o'clock and one fifteen. So, you know, that's half of Young and Restless and uh, Days of Our Lives. But what they've been doing is split screen so we can still see oh. the stories oh, yeah. as well as get the information. Well, because you know what? Whoever called the governor to tell them about Bold and Beautiful not being on, it wasn't Maryland. I just want to let everybody know that, and it was not me. But, no, they. I mean, you know, they're doing that. I mean, a couple of weeks ago they did cut off Young and the Rossless, and I had to watch it, you know, on the app. Um, by the way, CBS All Access is free until the end of the month. 
<clears throat> Shameless plug. All right, I'll um, catch but, up. I'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can catch Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless for free. Um, but, um, yeah, so Maryland so far, and I think Virginia. Virginia, I know because our friends in Virginia, they've been cut, getting um, Young and the Restless and Bold cut off and days because they all come yeah, around. Yeah, same thing down here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, days for, is pretty good. Governor, yeah. Governor DeSantis, um, he took the whole hour <laughs> yesterday in Flor- here in Florida. Uh, days oh, did you hear what he named his daughter? <laughs> he named his oh, daughter okay. I'm, I'm going to cut you guys off because I think we have our guest, Amanda. Yes, hi. 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 <laughs> Everybody's here. This is Pam. We have David. We have Anthony. We have Carolyn, and we have Candace. All the co-hosts here. Hi. So, welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thank welcome. you. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a couple minutes late. I just realized uh, what time it was. I was actually out um, taking, getting some fresh air. Uh, um, and on a walk with the family, so I um, I apologize, but um, we're doing pretty good today, hanging in there, I guess, you know, with all this craziness going on. Yeah. Where yeah. are you guys sheltering in place? We are in Nashville, so uh, we okay. live, well, we're about 30 minutes south of uh, the downtown area, so we're not um, right in a lot of where the uh, you know, well, a lot of the main cases are, but um, we're starting to have some show up, like, in, you know, where we are. So we're just trying to, you know, stay as as safe and, you know, as healthy as, as we can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, no. That's no. all you can do. That's yeah. it. Yes. But so, it's very surreal. <laughs> I know, isn't it though? For I know for most it people, is. like we were discussing before you called in, it's easy for me to shelter in place because I've been doing it for ten years due to my disabilities. You know, right. My my out time is just going to the doctor or the dentist, and that's really about it. So, but I know uh-huh. for so many others that are used to being busy every single day, doing you know whether it be going to work or running your kids to school or going to the grocery store or whatever, you take that for granted. And, and now you just can't yeah. do that. Yeah, definitely. You do take it for granted. Yeah, absolutely. And just the simple, just hop in the car and go through a drive through or, you know, just anything like that, you know, it's, um, you definitely realize just, um, you know, how you handshakes and uh, hugs. Yeah, handshakes, hugs, yeah, and all that. We so. have to elbow people now. I know, I know. No, you so, can't yeah. elbow people. You got to stay six feet away from them. So there, now you can't even do yeah, that. Yeah, have to do. I know. Yeah. We were, we were. Uh, there's Get a trail kind of by our house, and people are kind of just going out of their way, like if they're on bikes, just to kind of like try to stay like six feet away if they're, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's just very strange to get used to, you know. Most Remember definitely. that game, six degrees of separation? It's now six feet of separation. Get back and stay back. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it's a shame, but we'll all get through this, and we just pray for those that need the prayers and um, yes, a lot, a lot of healing. So definitely, you know? yes, absolutely. So on to a more fun subject, and that would be you. <laughs> oh, well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> and sang into her hairbrush growing up or did the acting bug bite you later in life? You know, um, I would say that I really didn't. I mean, yes, I was, I was a little girl and uh, preteen that, you know, whenever we would go to like family functions, you know, my mom, she was always like my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. She'd always say, Amanda, tell that story you told us about, you know, your teacher or, you know, I'd, I'd mimic people and, um, you know, you know, my cousins, whenever we get together, we would put on plays, but it would do it more like comedy stuff where we'd kind of like um, do little plays about like our other family members and just kind of like make our, you know, make our older, you know, like our elders laugh, you know, about like mm-hmm. you know, what grandma does. And, you know, so I definitely did a lot of that growing up, um, but I really didn't think about um, acting per se or doing anything like that until um, really probably I was in high school, um, you know, which wasn't too too far later than that. But um, I joined the show choir at, uh, you know, at my high school, which was a lot of performing. So it was singing and it was just, you know, like theater, um, which I loved. So um, that was kind of really what opened my eyes to how much I really had a passion for performing and um just really loving, um, you know, what was all involved with that. So, but the funny thing was, is that I was still of the mentality when I went off to college that, well, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of a homebody. I probably won't ever move to LA or New York. So I'm just going to get a business degree. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not really going to take any acting classes or anything like that. I'm just going to kind of stay on this path of, you know, trying to, you know, stay realistic and, um, yeah, we see how well that turned out. So uh, (laughs) I still had very much the mindset, even in college, that it was not something I would ever really pursue as a career. But, you know, as we all know, like, you never know where life is going to take you. So I, uh, after I graduated, I uh, was working um, at a real estate company, and things just kind of started to progress from there. Um, I, there was a photographer that did a lot of um, shots for uh, real estate, like magazines and different things. He actually did a lot of different things. But anyway, one of the things that he would do was local commercials. And he approached me one day and asked if I would be interested in um, being in in a local commercial. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Piggly Wiggly, but um, (laughs) we've got Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Yeah, the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, So they were doing a commercial for Piggly Wiggly. And he asked if I'd be interested in, in, you know, being an, an extra, you know, in the commercial. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like mine, you know. So um, then I started singing in a band, you know, with a couple of close friends of mine that I had, um, you know, known in high school. And uh, so, yeah, it just kind of started to progress very, very slowly, uh, which I think I needed because I think if it had happened very quickly, um, you know, and I'd moved out to L.A. right away, I think I probably would have gotten scared and moved home, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it, it kind of was a slow progression after that. Um, once I kind of started with, with that, but, 
yeah, it was, it was something I realized that that was sort of where God was sort of pushing me, you know, and um, just kind of stayed on that path after that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like I told my child, I told my children, and I just had this conversation with my G sons, as I call them, because I always say I'm too young to be grandma. So, I grandma, right? I call them G sons. We just had the conversation the other day when I was asking them, "Well, have you thought about what you want to be when you grow up?" They're um, nine and ten, well eight and 10. The other one will be nine soon. Um, And the first thing that one of them said to me is he wanted to be a soccer player. And I says, you know, that's great. I says, you can do that. I said, you're very good at it, but you also have to stay in school and get your education because if you get hurt at soccer and you can't play anymore, then how are you going to make money? So I always believed in you know, telling my children to go for their passions, but they also have to have a backup plan. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And I think that was my, my whole outlook on it. Um, even though I knew sort of going into college, you know, they tell you like, what do you want to do? What do you want to study? What do you want to be? And I, I really had no idea because I really, my first love was, um, you know, acting and, and singing and, and, you know, that was, that was my true passion. But I, uh, I think I was just too scared to go down that route as far as, you know, getting a degree in it because I just wanted some things totally separate to fall back on if it, you know, for some reason it, it didn't pan out that way. So I, I mm-hmm. am definitely a firm believer in that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it never hurts to, uh, you know, have, have a little bit of background in, in something else, you know? So, right. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. That, that, I think that's really, really good advice. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just, and none of them ended up going with their passions. So <laughs> as far as my right, four right, children, <laughs> so my four children went, you know, but uh, we'll see what happens with my G sons. You never know. Yeah, now, um, yeah. before you started out on all my children, um, as they carry Chandler, you played Jolene Crawl on General Hospital Night Shift. Did you audition yes. with someone when you landed that role before landing the role? Um, you or mean did some, you just audition was... by yourself, like one of the cast? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I actually auditioned by myself, but it was, um, I think I went in for three separate auditions before I got the part. Um, and on the first and second audition, um, you know, when I was reading uh, the script or, you know, when I was reading the part um, besides, they just had me reading it as, you know, Jolene as this sweet nurse, you know, she's the girl next door, um, you know, read it, you know, just read it that way. And then for the third audition, they were like, okay, um, we're going to kind of like take a little turn here and we want you to read it like you are um, – you have like a secret agenda, like you're, like you're actually like evil, you know, like you're, you're killing people. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I really didn't expect that. But uh, so reading the same words, the same lines, but taking a total 180 with it. So mm-hmm. I, of course they didn't tell me in that moment that this, this was exactly what was going to happen with the character, but I, um, I had some sort of inclination that there was something going on with, with her. Um, 
but yeah, but I just auditioned by myself. And um, but I remember the third audition when I walked in, it was everybody in the room and you know, executive producers and of course Mark Teschner and um, you know just everybody who was involved with the show. So it was quite intimidating. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that was that was it. Kind of threw me for a loop there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what did you learn from being on your first soap that you took with you throughout the years? Oh my goodness. Oh, just you know when you when you go onto a soap, I don't I don't know if if a lot of people realize how much um, how much is involved, how hard people work, and how many lines you have to memorize, you know, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was such a great place to start. Um, you know, of course, I had done some stuff before that, but for me doing something, you know, regularly on a show, you know, being like a series regular, it was, it was such, for me, such an important um, learning, like learning ground for me because, you know, I'd come show up to set and, you know, we'd go over, you know, just 40 pages of, of a script and, you know, in soap world, you know, you're, you're filming like one episode a day and you're only doing like one or two takes and then you're moving on. So it's, it's like, you got to be on your toes, you know, there's no room for error and you really have to go in prepared. Um, so for me, that was, it was really great for me because I realized like there was nothing else I would ever do that would really give me that sort of training, you know, to mm-hmm. have, have to memorize so much and really be on my toes as much as I, as I was doing that. So uh, so I was really, really grateful for that. And I think that's why a lot of like, you know, movies and like Lifetime and Hallmark and whatever, they appreciate the soap actors because you guys are yes. so fast with learning your lines yes. and knowing your marks and, you know, all of that good stuff. And, and that's why you see a lot of the soap actors on all of these different types of movies and that. So, um, yeah, it's definitely oh, yeah, a great education. It is. And, you know, the, the technical aspect of it for sure of, you know, multi-camera shooting and having to know your marks and just everything involved with it. It's, it, it's a lot. And so, you know, once you kind of get in the rhythm of it and, you know, you show up, it's just like every day, you know, you, you just, like anything, you just get used to it and um, just becomes a really fine old, you know, well-oiled machine. So mm-hmm. uh, I can definitely see why they would be so interested in having soap actors come and do it because it's, it's just like no brainer, you know. Right, right, exactly. And we love it because we get to see you guys do different things as well. You know, and yeah, they also realize that it's a pull for more viewers to whatever movie or even a primetime show that they're putting out because we follow you guys wherever you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do our best with that. Yeah, you guys do. It's it's uh, um, very much appreciated for sure because, you know, the fans are just so amazing, you know, and uh, just having had, ex- you know, experienced that with, with just the fans and how everybody is just so amazing and so loyal. And um, it really is, it's, it's awesome for, for those of us that, you know, are on the other side because um, we, we just know how much you guys 
um, you know, appreciate the the work and everything. So it's it's very much appreciated for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're amazing, aren't we? <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it on my questions for now. So I'm going to go ahead and let David go with his questions. Okay. Sounds Hi, Amanda. Good. Hi. Um, well, let me see. Well, director John Suits brought you into the wonderful world of science fiction in pandemic my God, who yes. would have ever thought? Um, I know. <laughs> and then I know. 215, <laughs> I I viewed that this week, this past weekend, and I'm thanking my lucky stars right now. Um, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so how has being in a sci-fi thriller formed your vision of the genre? Um, well, it's intense, you know, because, you know, at the time when you're kind of a part of it, you know, of course, when I was filming it, I'm thinking, you know, obviously it's sci-fi. And for me, I didn't grow up watching a lot of sci-fi, not necessarily somebody that would say like, you know, I'm a huge, huge fan or I know a lot about it, but, but being in a film that, that, you know, is obviously the sole focus and especially, a movie called Pandemic, it kind of opens your eyes a little bit, you know, to say like, wow, this is actually something that could possibly happen. Um, But really, now that we're kind of going through this crazy situation now in our world, um, it really has opened my eyes. So I I wouldn't per se, um, you know, say that during the time I really thought a whole lot about it. It definitely like made me think like, hmm, this is actually really interesting you know that that people you know write about this and and think about this as something that you know could happen to us but now that it's happening my husband and I actually we were like wow I mean we've talked about it quite a few times um and just the whole experience and uh just how you know kind of realistic it, it, it is you know so um I'm I I can say that it's definitely opened my eyes quite a bit uh, I would say, I mean, it was just, it was just one of those pictures that you would never, at that time, wouldn't think anything like that would go on, and here we are. No, absolutely not. Not, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, my 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 husband, you know, he's read books about things like that, and and you know, of course, we've watched some movies that that kind of focus on stuff like that. But you just, at the time, you kind of think about it as like entertainment purposes, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, having actually been part of something and, and see just how crazy things can get, it's like, wow. I mean, um, it, it, it makes you think a little bit, you know? So, uh, yeah, we've, we've definitely had many conversations about, about that movie since this whole thing has happened. (laughs) Yeah. The more, the more, you know, right? The more you know. I I know. I know. You know, so all, did, you know, they're wearing these hazmat suits, and you know, everybody's yeah. dying off, and just, oh yeah, it's just empty buildings everywhere. It's just, it's, it's just surreal, but it's just, yeah, it, it's, uh, hiding it's out. scary thoughts. Yeah. Yes. So to bring you on a more, more uh, upbeat 
I'm going to go in another direction. Uh, which actor or actress that you have already worked with has left you with the strongest impression on you in your career? Um, I would have to say Bobby Eakes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say Bobby Eakes would probably be at the top of the list um, because. You know, she she was somebody that somebody that I actually grew up watching. My mom watched The Bold and Beautiful, and yeah. uh, I just remember growing up watching her as Macy. And um, you know, when I got onto All My Children, and I realized you know she was actually going to be playing my mom, um, I was just like, wow, this is this is kind of crazy. You know, I just having you know grown up watching some, someone like that and but then to meet her and you know she was like obviously a, a veteran in, in the business just you know she'd been doing it for so many years she's so kind and so giving and um just the sweetest um and the bond that we formed and obviously the relationship we had um you know through <laughs> excuse me our relationship on the show and and everything was um was really amazing um so I would say she's she's definitely at the top of the list for me. Oh well, yeah, she's she's uh, very talented. Thank you so much for answering my question. Absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely love Bobby Eakes and wish that uh, she would get back onto one of the soaps or something. I know she has her yes. career outside, you know, of that, and yes. and she's yes. doing very well. Um, and we wish her all the best, but it's, you know, we miss her Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I, I love her so much. She's, she's amazing. We still, we still call each other mama and she calls me, she calls me her little girl and yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, so I, I miss, yeah, I miss seeing her. So she's, she's wonderful. wonderful. Well, next yeah. time you talk to her, make sure you tell her we all say hello. I and will. We miss her. Absolutely. Thank Definitely. you. I will for sure. Okay, next up we have Anthony. Hi, girl. Hey. <laughs> that, leads, <laughs> that answer from David's question leads perfectly into my first question because I wanted to ask, you know, after you did Night Shift, you, uh, you know, obviously went to All My Children and took a recast role. So, yes. you know, could you talk to us a little bit about how that went down? You know, did you watch your predecessor? And that was when social media, you know, was really hitting its stride as well for, um, you know, day-to-day interaction. So as far as the fans were concerned as well, you know, how, what was it like stepping into, stepping into that role? Well, I, you know, I was on night shift and um, Brian Franz, who was the president of daytime, um, at the time, he, uh, oh, I got a call from my agents, and they said, you know, Brian Franz, you know, is interested in you auditioning for this part um, on All My Children. I had never watched All My Children growing up. I didn't know really anything about it except Susan Lucci was on this show, you know, and I knew and I knew about David Canary. Um, and so, uh, you know, at the time, I was living in L.A. All My Children filmed in New York. You know, they were like, I think they're going to be recasting this role, but you know, 
he'd like you to audition for it. So what do you think? And I, I, I really obviously, you know, was thinking, sounds like an amazing part, you know, but um, have to consider moving and everything. So I was like, oh, what the heck? It, it'll, it'll be fun. So anyway, they flew me out there and I screen tested for, for the part. And of course they had a few other girls um, do it as well. Um, I did get to meet Alexa Havens while I was there screen testing. She was so sweet. And um, I realized at that point sort of the dynamic of what was going to be taking place. You know, they were looking for somebody that kind of looked like her um, and were were trying to do like a a transition, a a pretty seamless transition. But um, like I said, I didn't really know much about the character um, and and then I realized, oh, Bobby Eakes is going to be playing my mo- mother, and then Jacob Young, who actually I had seen on, um, I believe it was General Hospital. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Bold and Beautiful. Um, I was like, oh, and he's going to be playing my ex-husband. So this is just really interesting. <laughs> but um, so when I found out I got the part, um, I, I did research, obviously, on uh, kind of the background of Babe and kind of where she came from and – I, I I probably watched a few scenes, you know, with with Alexa and with Bobby and and her and Jacob, just to kind of see what the dynamic was and things like that. But I think for me, I think the most important thing uh, was that I wanted to really, I didn't want to copy what Alexa was doing because I know I can't do that as an actress. I'm not I'm not going to copy what somebody else is doing as far as their acting because I felt like whatever I did in the screen test, you know, was that was me and I was, you know, playing what I felt like babe, you know, how, you know, who I am like coming through that character. And so I just kind of continued on with, with that. And, um, uh, obviously I wanted to make sure the most important thing for me was to play her, um, obviously as realistically as I could and also have the, um, I wanted the chemistry between myself and Jacob and Bobby to be real and that was probably the most important thing for me was making sure that the relationships that that I was forming and that I was playing on screen were were you know the chemistry was real and um and so they they made it actually pretty obviously pretty easy to do that so um I knew that it was going to be really tough coming in because I know with recast um it's it's hard to do and even though it was you know Alexa's decision to leave and it was you know, obviously all my children's decision to recast her that it, it was going to be hard for me as, as, you know, the actress kind of coming in, you know, just taking her place and have people say like, who is this? Like, what is she doing? You know? So, um, so I knew that kind of coming in, but I didn't really open myself up to um, really a lot that was going on as far as comments or um, because coming on the show, people are like, you know, one, one word of advice we'll give you don't, don't read the negativity, you know, don't read the bad stuff, you know, cause it just kind of gets in your head. So I made it a point really not to, not to do that and just kind of focus on all the good stuff and um, you know, what I was able to do to, to bring who I thought babe, babe Carrie Chandler was to, you know, onto, onto the screen. So that was my, my main focus, I think. And that's, that's pretty awesome. You know, you, you spoke about them wanting a seamless transition. I mean, and it was a very heavy storylines, uh, you know, set yeah. of storylines that were going on. And, 
you know, I I think the five of us on this call would definitely say, and everybody listening would definitely say, they, you know, you guys achieved it. It was a seamless transition. Um, so I'm glad you didn't look at social media. Um, my second question is of the four remaining soaps or any of the digital series you may have sh- t- taken a look at, where would you like to go if you could, and what kind of character would you like to play? Oh, wow. That's a, that is a good question. Um, well, I would have to probably say General Hospital. Um, I love Mark Teschner, and I really owe him um, – I really owe him – a lot as far as, you know, casting me, um, you know, on, on night shift. And he is, is amazing at what he does. Um, so I'd love I to. Am, I yeah. have a caller who would like oh. to come in and say hello. Okay. After okay. she's done talking to Anthony. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, no worries. Um, and then um, probably uh, I would have Jolene come back because as far as I know she never died she was just in a coma and um, we'd bring old we'd bring old Jolene back and she'd be she'd be a good girl this time so we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that <laughs> selective amnesia <laughs> selective amnesia after the coma you know she realized like she took a bullet for Spinelli and uh, she realized everything she did was was because of her broken past and she's all better now and she's 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 coming on the scene as a good girl. And we have go. an obsession with Jason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh that would actually kind of be interesting though. Wait a minute. Right? Yeah, you never know. I mean I hey, love had people come back. I really did. Oh, yeah. thanks. She was fun to play. She really was. It was my first, really, my first time playing someone that was so bad, you know. Um, of course, you know, I don't, I, I say evil, like I said earlier, evil. She she was not evil. She was, um, she was a very broken person, and she did a lot of really bad things. But, um, you know, I think she, uh, she definitely did have love in her heart. She had some compassion, but she she definitely, definitely, um, she, her vulnerabilities she just did, she just, were used against her. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good yeah. way to put it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she, uh, mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting to kind of bring her back from the, from the, from the past. <laughs> Mark, if you're listening, Frank, <laughs> for real, somebody. We yes, can, we exactly. Can write, <laughs> we can write the story. We got yes. it. <laughs> Hashtag where's Jolene? I'm going to make yeah. that trending I'm going to trend that right yeah. now We're going to have to start playing Jolene By uh, Dolly Parton And giving Jolene, them a reminder Jolene, <laughs> 100% Let's do it <laughs> Let's do it, I know yep. I'm begging her to give Amanda a job <laughs> <laughs> Love to see, uh, I would love to see her on GH, like, right now, like, in this present moment, like, how she would be, you know, reacting. Like, I could actually now see it. Spinelli sees her, and it's completely yeah. like, uh, uh, what? And then Maxie is like, who's that? And then Spinelli's like, um, 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 see, next <laughs> to me, 
you know, I would actually like to see that. You know what? I think it Hashtag would be fantastic, it. right? It yes. would be. It, yeah. Because it would be, it would be. give, it would give some dynamic to Maxi Spinelli, and you know, have Jolie and Jen. Jolie can meet. Oh my gosh, Jolie meet now. Hold on. Yes. Wait a minute. Okay. Let's yeah. let's okay. roll wrench thing. Hold go- the phone. The- yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's yes. roll wrench yes. things. You know, like we said, th- we last we thought Jolene was off, rolled off in a coma, maybe dead. You know, didn't know what happened to her, but she's back, man. She's she's. I can good. I can so see her. I can so see her right now, like talking to Michael, getting back into the format, and you know, like somehow, some way, she gets to work back at GH, and yeah, like she's trying to be like the good girl, like she's trying to like, oh, while I was in a coma, you know, I I I made amends and I realized that I need to be good and I need to be, you know, but on a Friday's cliffhanger, we find out she ain't changed. She ain't changed her ways. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. You're going after yeah, Maxie. She's, yeah. she's, still, she's, still, she's still up to some, some shenanigans. <laughs> exactly. She's still got a tick. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Yeah, the story is written, and we just, we, we, we just need to get it aired. That's it. We're done. Okay. I, I know. See you later, Amanda. Bye, bye. We got work to do. No. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> got to get, get the writing. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm okay. On it. All right. Business. Hashtag wake up Jolene. Uh, I love that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Anthony, for your questions. We're going to go ahead and see um, this bring on this caller. His name is Billy. He's from Tennessee, and he says that he wants to say hello. So here we go. Okay. Um, Here we are. Billy, go ahead. Hi. This this is one of my first times listening to your show, and and here's a couple things I like. I like that you have the homosexual type on there. I like... Well, he's gone. Okay. So we're moving on (laughs) to Carolyn. <laughs> Hi Amanda, how are you? Hi, great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have to change my question a little bit. Um, but uh, are you're in Nashville, right? I am. Yes. And and um, why are you in Nashville? Are you, is that where you're from, or is that where you moved to? It is where I moved to. Um, my family and I moved here about uh, almost. Almost three years ago, uh, from Los Angeles, um, after I had my son, um, my husband actually started kind of pursuing um, a little bit of a different career, and um, it kind of brought us over this way to Nashville and kind of closer to where our families are. Um, And so we were thinking that um, it was kind of important to kind of get back over this way and... I thought that at some point I could start pursuing my, um, you know, my acting again um, in the southeast, which is kind of where it all started for me. And Atlanta has been so uh, busy with so many different things, so many. Oh things right. Oh okay. That okay, yeah. that was for me uh, probably the the next step was what, if I got here to Nashville that that's that's what I would do. Well, Nashville is kind of a culture shock, right? It's it's quite quite different. Well, actually, for me, I'm from South Carolina, uh, from Charleston, oh, South Carolina. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, so it's actually more of what I was used to. 
Um, yeah. L.A. was more of a culture shock for me when, you know, oh, okay. in, in New York when I was living there. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of was able to really kind of just come on, come on in and just it was like felt like home. So it was uh, it's, it's been great. <laughs> Back, back, to, back to your roots. Well, I, I'm in I'm in Florida, so um, <laughs> I, lo- I oh, love. Oh yeah, well Southern. you know, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. It's 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 different. It's different. Yes, My absolutely. second question but is, yeah. I, yeah, I see that you do a lot of uh, charity work. Can you uh, yes. tell us um, how you how you got involved in um, geez, uh, the Susan um, G. Coleman um, uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters? And can you tell us yeah. about L.A. Works? L.A. Works? Yes. Um, I, I started getting involved with, in, you know, with charity um, back uh, actually before I left South Carolina um, and kind of started acting. I was um, involved with Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation. I've had some people in my life that very, very close people. One of them was my grandmother that died of, of breast cancer and uh so that was very very close to my heart and did charity work for them and big brothers big sisters was one that i was involved in um that um you know they they match you with um uh, a younger um either you know preteen or teen and you get to do fun activities with them and and just really form a bond with them and um was able to be involved with that for a while. And then when I moved out to L.A., I was actually looking for something to get involved with. Um, and L.A. Works was is a big organization that um, they have all sorts of different um, things you can get involved in depending on what your interests are, you know, whether you want to work with um, seniors or with um, – you know, women that are in, uh, that have been in abusive situations, uh, that have, you know, that have children that are in like different type housing situations, uh, you know, you name it, they, they have all sorts of stuff. Uh, and so I found that it was a really amazing organization to partner with and, and do some, some, um, just some stuff. I was always drawn to kids and drawn to, um, you know, kids that have been in tough situations which kind of also mm-hmm. led me to Big Brother Big Sisters, and so I was involved in a couple of of different, um, um, you know, things like that out in LA, where we would go and and sit and spend time with with kids and teens that were going through really tough times. Well, well, teenage lives these days is is really difficult. So I appreciate. Yes. Well, we all appreciate. What you've done uh, yeah, is very commendable. I want to thank you. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, and they're all well, they're all wonderful, ca- all wonderful causes. Well, thank you. It's, it's the least I could do. Um, you know, the least I could do. Um, so uh, I was just, you know, been happy to be to be a part of it. So, so thank you so much. I'm gonna. Yeah, and to I, 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 I. Oh, sorry, Caroline. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I I saw the LA Works, and I just wanted to know. You say that there's more versatility there. They have different um, different things in the organization. Okay. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into that. Yes, you should. Thanks. They do. They have um, all sorts of different things you can you can choose to do um, and be involved in, and just sign up like on different days and uh, kind of what works with your schedule. 
So they, oh. they do a really good job with, with providing different options that, that might work with you, whether it's even during the week or on the weekends. or um, So, yeah, so it's not just one thing that they do. They do several different things. Oh, good concept, good concept. Well, thanks for discussing that. I appreciate that. Yes, of course. Okay. Pam? Thank, thank you, Carolyn. Um, I just wanted to say thank you, for working with Susan G. Komen because unfortunately my mom passed at the age of 52 from breast cancer. So that one is close oh, to my heart yeah. as well. Absolutely. Yes. I, I've had, I think, you know, just, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of us have been affected by people having cancer, you know, or knowing people that have had cancer and loved ones. And um, it, it's a really amazing organization. So I um, just, after having experienced that with, with really close family members and people that were close to me was um, it was really great to be able to work with them and uh, see all the awesome things that they do. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you again. And last but not least, we have Miss Candace, <laughs> who is our storyteller, story writer, you name it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yes. I mean, I just come up with it, just like, I don't even know how that even happened. I'm just like, okay, just an idea, and then, boom, here's a whole story arc, and here's everything, and, yeah, that's what happens when you're a Pisces. So and why are the they creative. not hiring you to be on these shows? Come on now. Have we not said that a million times? We've said that can so many just, times. Can we get that sound bite? Can we get that clip right there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, all right, everybody out there that are listening, you need to hire her to get on Hi. these shows, to get these storylines going, because she's, she's got, got a gift with this. Yes, she does. It's, it's, it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. <laughs> you know, this is, wow, I don't even know what to say to that. So thank you. Um, and yes. I also wanted to. I also wanted to thank you, um, besides the being involved with breast cancer awareness, but also for the big sister, little sister. Um, yes. I'm also a part of the Baltimore. I live in Baltimore, the Baltimore uh, oh, branch wow. of it. Yes. So um, it is important, and I guess this is the little public service, for us who who can give back to give back. Yes. You know, absolutely. Especially absolutely. So. So I do want to applaud you for that. And then Thank I you. have some questions for you. For, for so what storyline do you want me to write for you? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Let me know. Um, okay, so as we're all, you know, staying home, staying in our locations, we start to think about, you know, certain things that, you're, that you didn't have time to do, like cleaning, uh, calling people, and rediscovering yourself. So with that being yes. said, Amanda, what has this time being home and what your family taught you? Is there something within yourself that you went, oh, I didn't know I could do this or do that. Well, maybe I should do this and maybe I should do that. Have you, have you had time to, like, what have you been doing with the extra time now? <laughs> well, a lot, a part, of, part of what I'm having to do is, is be a teacher um, my, uh, my son, he just turned six and he's in kindergarten. And, um, you know, for me, it's like, I didn't obviously think that, you know, a few months back that I'd be in this situation where I'm having to pretty much kind of homeschool him. Um, right. and so 
um, you know, just really not just not just that, you know, but but just spending that quality time uh, that that I otherwise wouldn't be getting because you know his school schedules from like eight forty five to three forty five five days a week, so mm-hmm. you know, that's a right. big chunk of time. Um, so I'm really keep trying to keep reminding myself that you know this is a time to really be thankful for for the time that I'm getting. Um, right. and, and not look at it as, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've got to sit here and try to get him to do this math stuff, and, you know, uh, but really kind of relish in this time and know that it's a time that, you know, I'll probably never get back. So, um, right. for, for me, I've really kind of had to really sit and, and focus on that and realize that, um, you know, it's, I, I get more time. I just, I get more time. And so, um, I've been super thankful for that. And, you know, just like you said, in the midst of this and trying to take all the precautions and, and, and all that, um, find, find the good in, in this time that, that, you know, that we're, we're all here in, in the house, you know? So. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So I'd say that's probably one of the biggest things and, and, and realize it's, it's not worth it to lose my patience or um, think that, you know, when, when is this time going to be over uh, but that it's it's something to really um, be thankful for. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's kind of funny considering the fact that you know besides me being creative, I'm also a teacher. Yes. So you oh know, wow. So yeah, so I teach pre K. I teach um pre K. So okay. right before they go to kindergarten, and I've talked to so many parents, and I've heard all the parents says that they are enjoying this time. That's the thing that everybody's yeah. enjoying the extra time you're getting to have those moments. But at the same right. time, some of the parents were like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, like, yeah. usually, like you said, a big chunk of the day, the kids are in school. So it's right. kind of like, all right, the teachers are taking care of it, but it's a whole new world now. And it some is. of them have been asking me, you know, how do you do this? What should I do? And the first thing I say is just be glad your child is there. Yeah. Just be glad that you're having it and you're getting to witness their, their learning. Like the stuff that parents want to know how they do in school, you're seeing it now. And it right. is, it's Absolutely. just kind of funny, but at the same time, I got to say it again, I miss my baby. So <laughs> I know it, it's, we're, we get emails, it, you know, checking, you know, from his teacher and yeah, he keeps saying, you know, she, she misses all the kids. And, and while my son will say, you know, I miss my classmates, I miss my teacher and, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely going both ways. Like the kids, I know for sure he misses he misses his teacher, and you know, like I said, I think even for the kids, like they took, I think they may, you know, well, at least my son maybe took for granted, you know, really what was going on, you know, with going to school every day and and the relationships he was forming and the time he was spending there. And so now that it hasn't been happening, he's he's definitely like his eyes have been open. Like, wow, I really miss that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been a learning experience for all of us, for sure, that, that are having yeah. to, to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it is. Uh, it's going to be weird. And I said this. It's going to be weird when everything is over. Yeah. And the kids go back to school if, you're, if your state is, you know, if your, your state is done for the year. But if not, right. you know. We like, have not gotten I, I the be... um, notice that we're done for the year. So. Okay. I I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, I guess it just depends on um, 
obviously, you know, how this all plays out. But so, yeah, we have not, we don't know yet. Right. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's one of those things where, like you said, people are kind of, it's, it's an eye-opener. It's an eye-opener yeah. to, you know, things. So with Absolutely. that being said, with that being said, since we just said it, when everything is over and they say everything is clear, you can return back to normal, to your normal life, whatever that normal may be, what is the first thing you will do when they say it's done? What's the first thing? Oh, honey, I'm going out to eat, and I'm getting me some, uh, I don't know, I'm you, ordering a you, bunch of food and just. <laughs> she's going to hit, she's gonna hit every restaurant in town and get a little bit of everything. You know, probably, probably go over to the mall, go, go, go to the stores, you know. Um yeah, you know, I've, I, that's another thing I took for granted, you know, it, just being able to go into this restaurant, you know, and sit down and have mm-hmm. a meal, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think just just simple things like that, you know, um, that that we just we're not able to really do right now. Um, and, and, and go see my parents. Definitely right. go see yeah. my parents because, you know, they are older, obviously. They, my mother has had asthma issues all her life and I'm certainly not taking the risk to, you know, go be around her and, and, and that sort of thing. And so I would say definitely make a plan to take everybody and go see, go see family members that we have been mm-hmm. ourselves from. Yeah. That would, that, that probably top the going out to the restaurant, but you know, that's still high on the yeah. list, you know, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, but, there's yeah, this, uh, there's this one um, guy that I watch on Instagram. He's so funny. He's a comedian. And he does these little skits and stuff. He's very popular. But he came on the other day and did an Instagram live, and he was crying and crying. Aww. I just at first I thought he was, you know, doing some kind of skit, but then he was saying how much he misses his mom and his son yeah. and you know because his son doesn't live with them um he i guess yeah. he's remarried to somebody else with and they have two little girls and he was just going on and on and he goes i'm really sorry for doing this to you guys but i gotta get it out i have to share this and uh, it was so touching it, yeah. It was so, yeah i mean it just broke my heart for him and i and for everybody yeah. else that's going through that you know it's just that's the yeah. hardest thing I, I, I feel for my parents because we actually were planning a trip to go see them when all this kind of started and mm. just, you know, us having the conversation to say, you know, it's just not a good time because, you know, we, right. we don't, we just don't want to take the risk and, you know, and, um, and so, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's tough because I know that, um, you know, she she just misses seeing us and and having us, and especially the you know obviously the, the G kids to uh, right, you right. Know, <laughs> to see them and stuff. So um, so I I definitely feel for for them as well, and and them not being able to yeah. see us. And my sister has kids too, so I I just it'll be it'll be really nice to to be able to just go and just give her a hug and. My, my, my mom yeah. and our best friends, we talk on the phone every day and just be like, you know, 
I, uh, but that part, yeah. This part of the conversation was so important, though. I, I remember, and all of us have seen it. That boy on the beach, on the news. Don't care. We're young. It's not going to get us. I oh, wanted yes. to jump through right. the screen yes. and scream at him. You just killed your grandma. You just exactly. killed your grandma's well, death. Like, uh, mm-hmm. No, you know what the eerie, the eerie thing was is that uh, it's. I mean, it's on Facebook. You can go go to it. Times Square. Now, Amanda, you've been, you lived in New York. We've all, obviously, yeah. Anthony, we all, you know, David, all of us been to New York. And we know how Times yeah. Square is. But this oh, video, yeah. somebody took the video. It was empty. I've never yeah. seen oh, it. My God. it I did like see a, that. It looked like the, from yep. the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith. I Am Legend, completely, I was going to say. The, yep. Yeah, it looked it completely. I mean, I never knew there was a side street for one of the play. I'm like, wait, there was a side street? Like, it was like all <laughs> yeah. the lights, you know, but it, it was just weird. It was just like not so weird. one person, and they showed the picture of the Metro, and I'm like, wait a minute, like... Wait, 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 wait. This is, it feels like it is a movie. Like we're in a Stephen King movie or the Twilight yes. Zone. And, <laughs> and it's just like, okay. But yeah, when you just brought up that boy, Anthony, and I was thinking about that young girl, that Instagram girl that, uh, look at nah. me. Don't get me. I'm just like, okay, for real, where is your parents? Yeah. Like, that's it. I know. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, do you not understand? And I think, you know, like I had said, you know, beginning, I said, this is a time where we have to let Mother Earth, and I have to say it like this because I'm a teacher, you know, to the kids, like, we have to let Mother yes. Earth get better so that way, you know, she can, you know, be well enough so we can all go outside and play. And, yes. you know, like, I can't, like you said about the hugs, and I mean, like I said, as soon as I see those kids, and I think any parent, grandparents, aunts, uncles, when you get that first hug, yeah, that's uh-huh. gonna be the best. That's gonna be the best. Besides going yes. to um a restaurant, Amanda, I'm thinking about going to Outback, yes. Outback Steakhouse. So, yes, you know, I, oh, yeah. give me a steak. Come on. Yes. Oh my God, the blooming onion. Well, I take it for granted, to, you know. <laughs> right. right. I'm going to say that what we need to do, the whole world, the whole world, we all need to pick one day after all of this is over. And have a new Thanksgiving that the whole world celebrates yeah. on the same day. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. You know, Such a good idea. You, well, you know, it's going to be like, and I said, as soon as they announce that the coronavirus is, you know, tamed, it's gone, it's going to be New Year's, St. Patrick's Day, uh, yeah. 4th of July. Everything we weren't <laughs> able to celebrate before. Right. And I can just see that because think about, no, we didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That no. was, and, and I and I totally forgot Easter was Sunday. Yeah. So oh, you it's got, crazy, right? That's just yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh, Easter. So, I mean, the only way I knew, to be honest, was somebody posted something about Target, and Target had the Easter stuff, and I'm like, I was like, when is Easter? And I looked at, I was like, oh my God, it's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, because each well, day is like the same. The most important yeah, you know, day, like though. Day. The most important. The most important day coming up, though, is in eight days, my birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is the most important day. Happy early birthday. 
Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, I know what it's like to celebrate a birthday in quarantine. Well, not me personally, but my son. Um, so, you know, having to kind of come up with something, you know, of course, I wasn't going to do anything super elaborate, mm-hmm. you know, before, but still it's like, okay, how do we make this interesting? You know, no friends, right. no, you know, but Aww. you know what? He took it like a champ. I was super proud of him. He, um, he, he had, a, he, Aww. I would say I'll, that he had a great time. You know, we just made a homemade cake and just, uh, wrong with that. Him happy birthday. Yeah, let him kind of choose what he wanted to do as far as what what were in the parameters, and um, he 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 had a good time. So yeah, it it's different it for kids. As bad as as I thought it would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, tell him happy happy belated birthday from us, and uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll all get through this. We'll all be better people, and we hopefully will. more loving, and and not take things for granted so easily, and get out more into the fresh air instead of spending all of our time on social media and on our phones. So I think that's what's 100%. going to happen once we come out of this. And let's hear oh it my for gosh, the yeah, absolutely. people on the front line. Lord have mercy. They should turn yes. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yes. and every, <laughs> Snapchat. They should turn them all off for a week when this is all said and done. And just, like, seriously, just shut them down for a week. Go out Sorry. and hug people. Go out and experience real life. You be okay. We'll be back in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I need exactly. social media for my job, so I need social media for my job. So, I, I mean, mm. I can live without it, but at the same time, this is social media. If you think about it, is really getting everybody through it, though. Yeah, I mean, we yes, take it, it for you well, know, like Zoom, like yeah. Zoom. Yep. Oh, it's Zoom. The, yeah, you know, the, I know. You uh, know, all the Zoom meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, kind of, it's a, again curse and a blessing. There you it go. It is. Yeah. yeah. So. so someone on social media the other uh, the other day said that Mother Earth has put us in timeout. Yeah. Timeout. Yeah. yeah, we're in time. We're in time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mother Mer- Mother Earth uh, was just too much, too much for her, and she said, "Okay, timeout." Yep. So we've all got to rethink everything. Rethink everything. Exactly. Well, this is the perfect time. <laughs> mm-hmm. the perfect time to do it. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, like I said, right. we'll get through it. God's going to bring us through, and uh, yep. we will. Um, we will Amen. be. We'll be stronger Amen. and better yep. for it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Amanda, we don't want to take up more of your time, but uh, we had such fun speaking with you and yes, listening to everything. Oh, thanks. Um, and you need to come back you... when they wake up, Jolene. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. I'm on it. And we're gonna hashtag Jolene. Yes. Hashtag bring back Jolene. <laughs> yes. Hashtag yeah. bring back Jolene. Absolutely. But no, thanks we're for having you guys. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, you guys just have a wonderful weekend coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you, too. Too. you too. Stay safe and blessed. Thank you. You all too. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Oh, mm-hmm. she was such fun. Hashtag wake up Jolene. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm on it. I'm writing yeah. it up right now. I was going to say, she's probably already put it out there, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when she comes on the show, she's 
she'll give you a, a shout out there, uh, Candace. <laughs> I might I might be writing for General Hospital. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good one. Got a movement going. Yeah, got a yep. movement going here. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of movements, we need to move on to our shows because we're down to 52 minutes here. Um, okay. Bold and the beautiful. I mean, I, I really there's not a whole lot to say about it because it's pretty much. Brooke is crying because Ridge left her, and um, Ridge is now tromping through um, Las Vegas Shauna. with Shauna. And and what cracked me up today, though, was when, when Shauna told him she was going to take him to the outlet mall, and he was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's, he's I, I have to say that I do I, – I appreciate – Ridge and Shauna hook up because it's different. It's a new twist, and she could take him places that Brooke really hasn't. Yeah, like the outlet mall. Like the outlet mall. She needs to take him to Arby's. Yeah. Am I the only one that's having a problem with the story? <laughs> really, Arby? Really? Are you having? Um, are you having I a problem? problem with, I I have a problem with it because one thing is like, <clears throat> okay, the whole Brooke and Bill situation. Okay, it, it shouldn't have happened, but it did, and that led into Katie. And I love Heather Tom, I do, but the way they they wrote Katie. I understood where she was coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, really, we're doing this to Katie again? Mm-hmm. Bill fantasizing yeah. about, you know, about Brooke and Brooke, you know, getting upset with Ridge, but at the same time, I'm like, Ridge, dude, you, how many times have you hooked up with Shauna? Like, you've kissed. That's my you know, problem, too. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and and you're talking about how Brooke, you know, went to Bill, or Bill went, but here you go, leaving with Shauna, the Vegas. And by the way, Shauna taking him to the outlet is like kind of a flip side of when Rick took Maya to um the um Beverly Hills. Right. I'm just saying. I just right. want to point that out at hashtag where's Rick and Maya. Um but I just this is one of the storylines that I'm just kinda of like, Oh God. Like Ridge, really? Like you've done this to Brooke too. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's with Bill, but you're doing kind of the same thing. And with Shauna, Shauna reminds me of a high school girl that has a crush on a college football team, um, football captain. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I like Denise Richards, but I just don't, I don't like the way that her character has been no. um, written now. Yeah. And then with Quinn, well, I'm just get Quinn back to being, you know, Quinn, but I question that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I like oh. how Erica is calling Quinn out. He's not letting her get away with this, you know. But uh, I'm not crazy about the storylines at all right now. I, I'm sorry to say that, Bold and the Beautiful, but I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, I think, so. you know, I think my biggest problem with this is, remember, Brooke, you done slept and married his daddy. Mm-hmm. You done slept mm-hmm. and married his brother. You know, yeah. you, you, Ridge, yourself, have been with every woman in L.A. Because, you know, 
in the Bold and Beautiful LA, there's only seven women. But um, right. you see something <laughs> with every woman in LA. And, and so, you know, none of this is new material. So right. it bothers me that they, that they write these characters right now as though none of this has really ever happened to them before. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. is, you, mm-hmm. this is earth-shattering, world-crashing dynamics. It's like, y'all, y'all all been married to all of each other. This yeah. is mm-hmm. new information. You know, and we all are sitting through, you know, generation now. But, it, you know, it was Brooke Taylor. Ridge for years on end. It was Brooke, Eric, Ridge. It, you know, mm-hmm. this is they 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 write these these scenes where they give them this emotional dialogue, but none of the real past ever comes up, and that that bothers me. That yeah. that's what bothers me the most. I actually like Shauna. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know how to say this right. I don't see that there's an an arc for her. I don't see, you know, where there could be the a way future. they're writing it now. Yeah, a future and character growth. Um, right. Unless, I've... like I said in the last show, there's some big secret between her and Quinn that's going to throw her character development into a whole new direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I would actually like to see maybe Shauna go with Liam or something and. and you know, get that going and maybe mix it up a little bit because I actually want Wyatt with Sally. Even though oh, Sally, can we please Sally's, be, Sally's being devious, but I, I, I like it. No, no, she's not being devious. She's being stupid. I'm just going to call yeah. it like this. Can we please, can we please talk about that story? Because that has irked me in a way that, you know, when you go to the doctors and you got to get a needle and you don't want it, but you know, you're going to have to get it. That's how this story is reminding me of a needle shot. I don't want it, but I know I had to have it because oh, it was going so well. It was going well. And then I'm doing it because I want Wyatt back. What the? 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 That's what I see. Yep. Yep. What the? What? Yep. What? The, I, I mean, could have played out like, with her. Well, this so well. This story could have played out with her actually, you know, being Happy sick and keep going on with that part. And then he finally tells her, "You've got, you know, you've got to go for a treatment." And let's see, you know, maybe we can get past this, and you're not going to die, and whatever. That could have been a storyline in itself. But to throw it in that she was being devious to get um, Wyatt back is kind of offsetting, but. I still like her being like this because that's Sally to me is, is fire. So she has to do something to bring that fire back. Cause it was almost getting boring. And well, this is the problem. Oh, go ahead, David. Um, I can, I can actually see her point of view in this. I mean, why it's been, Flaking back and forth with her, and uh, he's no angel in this either. Right. He's no angel right. in this at all. Forget about either at all. He came crawling back and proposed to her a week later. Right. I yeah. him into but, next Tuesday. Wait yeah. a minute. Mm-hmm. But can we please remember that Sally had a thing with Thomas? She kissed Liam. 
So the, mm-hmm. I understand about Wyatt and Wyatt how he dropped Sally like a hot potato to go to Flo Joe. But at the same time with Sally, you're right. She's a character. She's a fire, okay? Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. her to have pulled, and I'm gonna, and, and some of my friends said that we made this reference. This reminds me of Nick, Bridget, and Katie. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. So to me, this is how it could have played out because once we found out Ashley Jones was coming back, I'm thinking like everybody else. I'm like, okay, Sally was really sick. So what if she gets a treatment from Dr. Bridget Forrester? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And and she doesn't really tell everybody that her condition is in remission and that she can still play it off. But instead, now you're going to try to get Flo to be, hallelujah, hallelujah, yeah. a saint. Yeah. So one thing that I did applaud Sally doing was telling Katie, because Katie is like the neighbor from Bewitched. She was well, she's like, <laughs> but she knew she, that, I, I, yeah. She, and she picked the right one. But my question mm-hmm. is, why is Katie so up up Flo's butt and whatnot? Like Flo did all this to your family, Katie. And not only that, when we like, I, I, when did you believe in true love with Flo and Wyatt? You slept with Wyatt too. So, bye, Katie. I can't. I can't with the storyline. Where's Liam Hope and Stuffy? Where's Vinny? Where's Carter? <laughs> And then Flo and Zoe are friends. Yeah, yeah, that that bothers me too. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag, can we kill Flo off? Yeah. (laughs) I've been asking for so long. Oh my gosh, yes, I agree. Okay, moving on. We're moving on to Young and the Restless. So, I want to say one thing before we get into storylines. I was watching Brittany and Brighton's uh, Instagram live. Candace, did you watch that? I did watch it. Okay. Did you see? Did Did you see where Brittany says that she wants Kyle and Lola back together? I was like, really? Yeah. Oh, I was astounded. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was very surprised by that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of see where she was coming in from with, mm-hmm. with that. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I see where she's I, I, th- th- There's a lot going on uh, with that. Uh, 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 here's the thing. <clears throat> so Kyle and Lola, as we all know, had that talk, the big talk about divorce. And I thought that it was a great scene, but the timing was too soon. This is where Young and the Restless is starting to lose. Like, they were doing good, and then all of a sudden they've been hitting some bumps. Kyle and Lola, as we all know, worked together for almost two years, right? And then, you know, intertwined with Summer, you know, Kyle did everything to, for, to, for Lola to get a, what was it, liver kidney? I forgot. Between Katie and Lola, I forget, you guys. But he uh, married Summer. Liver. Was it the li- liver? He married Summer. And, yes, I know Kyle and Summer fans because I'm also one of you guys, too. I know Kyle and Summer are from iconic families. They have a rich history. They've been friends, da 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 The problem that I had was within a two-week period, Kyle went from loving Lola to really lusting after Summer. And that would have been fine and dandy if this was six months later. If this was six months later and Lola, Theo, Kyle, and Summer, all that happened, I wouldn't have a, pro- I wouldn't have a problem. 
I do think that storyline was rushed. I do think mm-hmm. now they're kind of back backpedaling pat, pat, it now where there were some things that they should have did a couple of weeks ago that they're now doing now after the situation has happened. You now have Theo who, you know, told Dina, you know, there's this girl that I like, but I don't want to push her. But at the same time, Theo is up to his old tricks of taking down Kyle. And Kyle is getting jealous because he's seeing Lola with Theo. And Summer is like being the mature one. I didn't think that was possible. And right. actually using what she, but I give Young and the Russell's this, this credit. They're letting Summer talk from experience of what Phyllis and Nick has done. And, you know, when Kyle said, well, maybe we should move in together, and Summer's like, mm, there's something that you need to do, you're still married. You know, she's learned from her parents. This is why soap, soap kids, you need to learn from your parents. Because she even said, she said it, she, she compared, I mean, even Kyle compared their relationship to Phyllis and Nick, and Phyllis compared um, Kyle, um, Summer, well, no, Phyllis had compared Summer to their situation. I just like that dynamic. But other than that, um, I mean, granted, the young scene has been popping. I mean, by that, I mean, we got Kyle and Summer and, and Theo over at Jabot. We got Billy and Lily. Oh, speaking speaking of that, I did a poll on Instagram and on Facebook for uh, uh, do do you Young and the Restless fans want to see Billy and Lily together? And um, it was about the last time I looked, it was like maybe about sixty five percent of the people want to see Billy and Lily together. So there you go. I want them together, but I don't want it right now. I need Billy to really learn his lessons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I want it to be a slow grow for sure. Well, yes. well, I still want, I still want Billy, Nick and Lily, but you know, we'll, we'll take it as it, you know, whatever. But no, the thing is, is that I don't want Billy with anybody until he rediscovers Grows himself and, and yes, and grow up. Like I need for him because right now what's going on right now, it's the sort of the same thing I've, I've had an issue with. Billy doesn't fall flat on his face like everybody wants him to. Instead, there's always a save. And Mm -hmm. Jill always comes in and saves him from complete self-destruction. This company is his other chance. How many chances has he had? I lost count. Countless. Right. But I do like the fact that Lily is back. Like, it, it feels right for Lily to be around. I like the fact that Hamilton Winters is back. Devon got his money back. We ain't gonna talk about that right. for a while. But we get, but we got the young we got the young. We got the young of the young and the Rosslers. And then we right. got Adam and Victor. Anthony right. and you haven't been watching, well, right? Pam, you before been you go before you go on to that though, I love that they asked Tracy to join the company. Because yes. that means that means we get more of Tracy. So Beth yeah. Maitland, we love you and we love this. You have to take this job. That's all there is to it. <laughs> can I work for Chancellor? Can I work for Chancellor Media? Can, can I, I can write <laughs> yeah, something man. up? Shoot. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I'm hoping that means we get a lot more of Beth Maitland and um uh, Go, Tracy, go. I mean, she's the best. I just love her. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also, I mean, this is going to 
either be something that's going to be on fire or it's going to flop. But Jack getting um, Kyle and Theo <laughs> to come up with the better yeah. concept for the future of Javot. That's going to be something yeah. else, I think. Yeah. This is John Abbott. This is this. See, this is the this. Like, okay, younger than us, this is going through a phase like puberty. Okay, so with Jack, <laughs> it reminds me of John Abbott with with Ashley and Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old days. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is also okay. Like Anthony David, everybody going to say, really, Candace, you really bringing it. It also reminds me a little bit of Gone Light. Yes, I said it. When Alan Spaulding pinned Alan Michael and Philip, uh-huh. I like to live with yep. the Buchanans, with Asa, you know, and stuff like that. So I like that Jack is taking on that role, and he does want to see who has the heart in it. That's right. smart. That was smart. Yeah, we was. all know who's going to win, though. Come on now. Who do you think is going to win? Easy by 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 it's gonna be it's gonna be uh Theo. I think it's, it's gonna, gonna be Theo, Theo too. I, I but you know what I, else I, I'm thinking? I'm it's, be it's not gonna be fair though. But he's not gonna do but, it by being fair. But I think it's gonna be where you would think Theo would cheat to get this win. I have a feeling it's gonna be he's um, not. Kyle that's gonna cheat to try to get yep. win. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That's my theory. That's my theory. That's and now that yeah. Theo wins by default, def- no. because I think Jack will will give props to the merit of the cheat in itself because Jack is Jack. But yeah. it's going to be less than Tom at that point. Yep, 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 yep. That's exactly how I see it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Um... Oh, was it yesterday or today's Young and the Restless? Now I can't remember. So sorry for anybody who hasn't seen today's yet. But when I love the um, Abby and Phyllis thing going on. I love that Abby started construction and it was making <laughs> Phyllis nuts. And the noise. Uh huh. Yeah, with the noise. But then there goes Phyllis. You can't ever say, count her down because she got it stopped, you know, but then that just ticked off Abby. So let's see what happens next. It's going to be good. It, this is good. I, I, I don't know. Like, if Daniel was on the show, I would get why Abby and Phyllis were against each other. If this, but to me, it's, it's just, it's weird. It's like it should be Summer versus Abby, not Phyllis. Like, Phyllis is supposed to be with Sharon and them. Well, Phyllis carries grudges forever. She never lets go. Yeah, so, but this whole you know, Abby she. Thing came out of nowhere, until she runs though. them down. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's like, all right, Abby, Abby versus Summer, obviously because Abby slept with Summer's husband. We ain't forget about that. But. To me, it's like, okay, when you watch Phyllis go up against Abby, it's like, <laughs> okay, Phyllis versus Chelsea, Phyllis versus Sharon, Phyllis versus Nikki. Like, you just don't see her downgrading. Well, I think, yes. yeah, but I think it all stems from the Grand Phoenix, how that all went down. So I see how this continues now. Yeah, no, I see yeah. how it continues. And also, think about it. 
Phyllis can't go after Sharon. She can't go after Nikki. She really, there's no point in her going after Chelsea. There's no one for her to play with. So right. In both ways, in both ways, it makes sense. Right. You know, Phyllis exactly. needs an arch enemy. Phyllis needs an arch enemy to be, you mm-hmm. know, to be to, to be to Phyllis. Be a mojo. I, I don't know. How, <laughs> yeah, be Phyllis. Um, you know, and that's not even that's not even writing. That's that's a that's a human dynamic that mm-hmm. you know down through the ages. You know, you you she needs that that energy to spark off of, you know, almost like a drug. You know, right? So it, exactly, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense in in what's happening. I just wish that they they give her a better story. They give her more, you know, to play with. You got her uh, back. You know, I, you know, I don't because um, Annie um, because Cynthia is doing such an amazing job. I don't miss her as Nina, but I did love her as Nina. When, yeah, when I, I did heard too. what went down, I'm like, you know, okay, you got Gina playing, you know, and she, I'm sorry, but I thought Gina did a fabulous job. I, I will never, ever, ever say anything other than that. So when right. they brought her back, I was waiting for, I was waiting for, you know, this is the, this is the Stafford. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna bring, y'all gonna bring us a story that's gonna blow us out of the water. And I'm still waiting. It's not as bad as Miss Sheila Carter serving mozzarella sticks up at the bar, but, you know, right. I'm still mm-hmm. waiting for them to use her to, to the capacity that she deserves. However, then I look at, you know, Doug Davidson, and I look at Tracy Bregman, and I look at mm-hmm. Christian LeBlanc, and I say, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. All right. I see. You're right. I see what's going on. Yeah. Well, and the Dina storyline is getting sadder by the day because um, we know that there's not much time left. Um, I was actually very surprised that they moved her back into the house, uh, you know, because they couldn't handle her before. And so they put her where she needed to be, but now they brought her back home. So I don't know. That kind of confused no longer, me. She's no longer they, they a danger want... to herself. That's not true. Not only well, well, I, go ahead, Anthony. I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm going to be cynical at this moment, but I think some of, uh, let's call them the powers that be, started paying attention to what was going on over on ABC, so to speak, and said, mm-hmm. oh, oh, we got to reclaim. We got to reclaim our storyline here. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. It's it's going to be the battle of, of the um, uh, of the degeneration, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. Um, you know, and, and right now, I, you know, for, for the last couple of months, I had been saying, you know, in the beginning, this storyline was amazing. Absolutely amazing. They hit every beat for, for the longest time. Then they had this weird-ass search for the diary pages, and, and, and oh, man, it just it devolved really badly. Um, whereas the other one, has gone at a pretty steady rate. It's mm-hmm. you know, you know, relatable, real, so on and so forth. Um, so they really need to they they really need to tell this story. They got Sharon going on, and they're doing such a beautiful job with that. They really need to bring mm-hmm. this back to reality. Bring this back yeah. to reality right quick, right yeah. quick, because otherwise. 
they're turning, you know, they're, they're doing a bad, bad thing to the people, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that are suffering both with this and as family members, yep. you know, and loved ones, caretakers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If they don't pull this story back right quick, they're doing a really bad disservice to the people right. that are living it in real life. All right, so we're getting down on time here, and we still have two more soaps to go through. So um, about 12 minutes for each one. So next one we'll go on to is Days. Um, today I thought it was going to come out, but it looks like it won't be till tomorrow or maybe Monday about the baby as far as mm-hmm. talking to Sarah. So, Carolyn, go on. <laughs> Well, I was <clears throat> I was holding my breath with Eric and Nicole and Kristen and mm-hmm. Brady, and as you say, they're going to drag it out. Um, DeSantis uh, stole my show yesterday. So, what ha- what happened today? They, uh, yeah. What's Greg's name on there? Eric. 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 Oh, Eric. Eric at the end was <clears throat> walked into Sarah's house to talk to her because they uh, found her, you know, go, they found out she was going home after the surgery. And so they said, we have to talk to you now. And she's like, can it wait? And they're like, no. So, you know, Eric went with her home and he started to talk and then, you know, and seeing, see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Now, um, I, uh, the last time I saw it was Eric and Nicole, and, and Nicole said, if you don't want to, if you just want to leave things the way they are, and you don't, you don't want to divulge anything, what happened? They came to an agreement, obviously. Well, Eric you know, changed. Eric is mm. no way going to let that stay secret. You know how he is with the truth. And that's okay. his brother. So, you know, yeah. he's he's like, no, we can't do this. So it's well, that's he was that. very angry a couple of days ago, and now he's settled down uh, thinking a little a little more clear, clearly. Um, well, yeah, because of the initial shock, you know, you can understand how he was feeling. Um, right. And now that the shock is more or less wearing off, it's, you know, reality, and he's got to do what he's got to do, what he feels is right in his heart. And uh, is, is, is Xander is Xander really um, sincere, or is he? Is this just all? Um, I think he really loves Sarah. Okay. I I do. What yeah. Is, no, do I, oh yeah. Things? He definitely loves yeah. Sarah. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, that's that's that sincerity is is real, you know. And I think the battle inside himself, you know, you you you've seen it uh, with the with Will getting out of jail. The battle inside himself to be who he wants to be versus who he's always been um, has played out really, really well. Um, yeah, you know, and yeah. and this, yeah, no, well, no. Well, the guilt, he, the guilt he, is definitely just, eating at him. You saw that, you know, when he had that dream, yeah, that nightmare, yeah. and that. But um, you know, yeah. he had Victor, of course, talked him into you know not saying anything. So, um, 
but and he loved Tinder melted a little bit with Victor Carolyn. I you said you missed no, it today. Yeah. No, I didn't see it today. Okay, so Victor ended up telling him how much he appreciates him standing by Maggie mm-hmm. and and taking care of him and he says you've been a true Kyriakos okay. and he gives him and he gives him um was it his grandfather's heirloom? Yeah. Right. And uh I think he just melted inside and I think that's all he wanted from Victor. That's all these that years. It is all he's uh, yeah. It is all he's ever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Want to be part of the family and loved like all the rest of them are. And appreciate yeah. Well when these chips fall when these chips fall, he says mm. and Eric he, he said well he says he's gonna kill Xander. Uh he the scenes the other day were were quite dramatic. Of course, um Greg Vaughn does a, a phenomenal job. Does. I'm I'm just I'm waiting for Maggie's reaction. Yeah, I'm waiting for Maggie's reaction out. and I'm I'm Honestly, waiting for the comeuppance for Victor. You know, enough is enough is enough. Yes, yeah, he's he's <laughs> has been really down and dirty. Well, I thought about the Maggie thing when she finds out um, as far as the baby goes because uh, when she was, you know, in jail talking to to Sarah. And I thought to myself, because she, you know, she was so upset, and she's taking her her punishment for what she thinks she's done. Well, part of yeah, what she's done, but yeah. wait until she finds out. I can't even imagine. The one good thing is she won't fall back on drink because she's in the jail, so she's yeah, not going to be able to so get a hold a hold of alcohol. True. But I'm wondering if this is going to cause her to have a heart attack or something from the stress. Or a stroke. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or go insane. Well, her her acting this uh, this year has been phenomenal. She's over the top. Yeah. 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 I don't know yeah. what they have planned for the next. Um, I want I want her to become like really really mean, like just. I want her to go insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like go. I right, want her to go right straight up. up insane. Yeah. Go oh, right speaking, off the edge. Speaking of which, before we head off, what did everyone think of the April Fool's Day episode? <laughs> I think it was a waste of time. Oh, oh. yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. I liked it. No. I, the only part I liked was seeing Sean. The, no, the only part I liked was seeing Sean Christian. That was it. Well, that, that too, and I did like Greg Rickard. I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to defend. Oh, and Greg, I, I yeah. See, yeah. I saw a I mixture. Like- I, saw, I, I saw a mixture on social media, and here's the thing. Days of Our Lives, yes, is that soap that, you know, it has a rich history and, and whatnot. And, and you know, they they poke fun at each other a couple of times, you know, before Ron came over. I just think, like, right now in these times, it was something to kind of get us away from it. Like, I love the fact that, oh, my God, that baby. Oh, <laughs> baby was that good. baby. 
I love the fact that Nicole was put in a predicament. Like, okay, Eric or, or Daniel, because I was like, at first, and I mean, I got to give it because I didn't realize it until, you know, again, April Fool's, you know, like all that. But I was like, if they say that there's a twin of Daniel out there, I'm going to be like, okay, Dave, I'm done. I'm like, where did this twin come from? And then I was like, oh, yeah, it is April Fool's Day. Like, duh, Candace. I I enjoyed it. I I, I got to say, you know, again, Dave needed, we needed some comedy. I know. I know a lot of people probably didn't <laughs> like it, either. but I, I thought it was funny, the baby. Yeah, and there was a couple it. parts that were funny, but, I mean, especially the Greg Rickhart part was really funny, but well, I, I, just, I don't know. To me, I just, uh, eh, I could have did without it. Yeah. There's too much. There's too much <laughs> going on right now. I think if it had been, <clears throat> if it had been a month ago or a couple of months from now, it would have worked yeah. really well. Yeah. <clears throat> but to throw it in right, you know, it just mm-hmm. didn't work. All I right. love Greg Rickard, and of course, you know, having Daniel for five minutes, you know, yeah, yeah. it just didn't work right now. No. Timing, timing, timing is really off. Yeah, timing yeah. is really off. Yeah, definitely. So, and now we have Stefano. Stefano. Oh. Uh, um, oh. I mean, come on. Now, now, to me, him getting hit in the eye with that heel should have been on that April Fool's Day thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Couldn't they let let Stephen uh, come back as having two eyes? The poor guy's worn a patch forever. I mean, I know that's his thing, but <laughs> his eye was, was his though. eye was fixed. You know. <laughs> I and actually now he, now thought that was going to turn him back. Now, now he told Kayla he's not going to give his permission. She can't. They can't do the surgery. <laughs> She did oh, the surgery. Oh, did she do? Did she do it today? She did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So she. Took, she okay, did it. So she. Ralph. Okay. Ralph wouldn't do it, but she said okay. she learned a lot watching, and so she did it herself. Her and Sarah. Right, and in oh, five sec- okay. and in five seconds, this will detonate. Four, three, <laughs> two, and you'll know what I'm talking about, Carolyn, when you watch it. <laughs> so you'll you'll understand yeah, that, saying that. Yeah. All right. Just before we move on to another soap, I just want to ask: Are you loving Gabby? Yeah, I'm loving Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, if she's not, uh, uh, if she's like not it. nominated this year. Oh yeah. Well. Hmm. Mm. Don't even talk about it, Anthony, with the daytime memories, because I can't right now with this. I feel, I feel, I feel so. I mean, I understand health reasons, but it just feels weird. There's no daytime memories. I know. They could have Yeah, but a, a lot of things are on hold right now. So I mean, there's nothing we can <laughs> no, do about it. No, they, no, no, they literally. There's no 2020 Emmys. At all. I mean, yeah. they're going to try to figure something out to, you know, like the not. They said the nominations were still going to come out, but other than that, you're not get unless they're going to zoom it, which I wouldn't mind actually. 
But no, I wouldn't mind that either. The, the, the they should be doing it virtually. The last thing I... Yeah, the last thing that I read was that they were going to work on something. I didn't hear that it was gone altogether. Oh, I oh I'll send the thing that I got. Oh, you know I've been doing investigation reporting. You know I'm an investigator as well as a script screen you know writer. I got emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean this will be yeah you know, this will be the perfect the perfect excuse not to not to do them. I mean, okay. And, yep. But yeah, I like so that. So let's go I to Portugal. Camilla should be. Camilla should definitely get lead nomination, lead actress nomination. And if she doesn't, mm-hmm. feel sorry for you, NBC, because some people are going to be coming after you when all this is done. Well, we we no. can all do our own show. Can do our own show. All your there you go. There you go. They take two radio <laughs> awards. That's, that's right. That's drama that's right. series gone light. That's drama yeah. series gone light. So <laughs> weekdays, three o'clock, CBS. <laughs> and you can you can ask you can ask all your fans. To, uh, Pam's on there asking for votes, so to do it that way. That's a that would be interesting. Get your fans yeah. fans and involved on Instagram. We can All try right, it. We'll see what gentlemen. happens. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I put I, I put things saw, out there, but you. but not a lot of uh, uh, traction. A lot of times with some things, in some things you do get a lot yeah. of traction. So it's just yeah, a yeah, trial yeah, yeah, a trial and error yeah, kind of thing. Trial and trial and error. You know, I just well, saw someone no... come in on my phone. What's this about, um, Jordy? What's this about Jordy? <sighs> Um. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Do, wait. Did we go through all the shows? No. Wait. No, we did didn't we? do both. No, no. We still got. We still got General Hospital. But I can't. I can't wait. What's What's happened? Is he okay? Um. So if you if you go to Jordy's uh, Instagram, he posted a video of him and his wife. Um. The family did have the virus. Did have. They okay. Rec- okay. Yeah. They They're recovering right now. Thank Thank you, God. Um. But the yeah. video it's it's about eight minutes long um, because I'm on the show. I didn't see all the video, but I just read everything. So thoughts and prayers goes out to them, to Chloe Lanier, um, Greg, obviously they're getting better. Emma Sams and everybody else around the world that's been affected by this virus. All right. Mm. Absolutely. Okay. 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 So general hospital. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony, I was going to say, Anthony, why don't you go ahead and start General Hospital? Okay. I've been waiting the whole show for this. Um, <laughs> I think General Hospital is on fire. I truly do. And then I have to say, what the, what the, what the, what the? Okay. Samantha, who is she? Who is this Samantha Bot? I, I don't know this Sam McCall. I don't know her. I oh. don't know what is going on, mm. but there better be. There better be an underlying story to why she suddenly turned into the world's worst victim woman I have ever seen. I can't leave it out, Jason. I don't care about my babies. I want to be with you. And she's like a spoiled mm-hmm. tantrum teenager. I don't understand where this comes from. When every <laughs> everything else, as far as the writing is concerned, uh, is on fire. On fire. Oh, my God. The last three episodes. I don't know if y'all didn't see, see today. 
I could have done I could have done with a little less. You know me. I don't need the flashbacks. I'm a very faithful. But some people need to be reminded, so I'm saying, you know, I'm letting myself say, all right, it's okay, you know, that we got three years' worth of storyline and flashbacks over the last couple of days. But <laughs> <clears throat> I thought it was, it was General Hospital brilliance when they do these, these moments, the whole Luke, um, you, you know, the whole Luke, young Bobby, um, yep. you know, that was magic. I think having uh, Cynthia and um, uh, who's Valentina really? Uh, James Patrick. Um, I think having them in those roles is magic. Jocelyn, uh, Eden McCoy, magic, magic, magic. And that cute um, little girl playing now. Oh yes, yes. What oh. I don't, man. Oh my God, it's. <laughs> It was so good, except the one thing. I, I, I needed a slap. I needed a slap between Carly and Nell. Like a big, big, resounding, you know, bouncing off the wall slap. Other than that, yeah. though, I thought, I, it's on fire right now. Well, on there's fire. one thing, I, one thing I want, one thing that I want to say about what the whole reasoning that Nell went into this attack Carly and family thing is because Carly didn't recognize her as her sister. I don't understand that. That to me makes absolutely <laughs> yeah, no sense whatsoever. None. Oh my God. And she's not supposed okay. to, I guess. No, no. Okay. No, because I, I bite my tongue. Anthony, I'm glad you think GH is on fire because I don't. Especially after the last couple of episodes and especially yesterday and today. We've seen Carly over 20 years. Right, we remember the day one she came in at Sarah Brown. We remember right. all the stuff that was happening. We remember that Luke. Let me repeat this: that Luke was the one who found out that Car- that Caroline was Carly and was was um, Bobby's Ooh. kid. Okay, she we remember that um, her parents. First and foremost, there was not another child. Where did the, where did this child come from? We understand the, the adoption and all that. But we literally have known the history of Carly since day one. I don't appreciate, and I'm going to say this, and I know I may get a lot of trouble for this. I don't appreciate when a character, a, leg- a legacy character such as Carly, Anna, or any of their, uh, any of the other legacy characters, history has to be rewritten for a prop, for a character to be melted into. We never knew about Nell until we found out she was Jocelyn's donor for the kidney that Jack found on the black market list. Okay? And to <clears> me, <throat> I, I feel as though, like, okay, yeah, Eden McCoy did a, a phenomenal job. Of course she would. But the fact that, like you said, Pam, the reason for all of this is because because Cardi didn't recognize Nell. Are you effing kidding me? I'm sorry. I know. But this, mm-hmm. this was such a slap in the face. But I do give them credit for something that Nell said. When Nell said how Carly got a magical makeover, yeah. that is so true. Yeah. But she's like the fact is is that yeah, Carly got knocked up, did all this stuff to AJ and got a Quartermain baby out of it. Quartermains are well well known in Port Charles, so Nell did the exact same thing. She followed in Carly's footsteps, but unlike Carly, she didn't get a magic makeover. That's the only thing that I will applaud GH for. Other than that, the destruction of Carly's history, uh-uh, nah-uh, sorry. Wait, but Can- Candace, it really wasn't a destruction of her history because she came to town looking 
to get Bobby. Right. She can't. There, right. there was well, there was never a mention of a kid because because Frank there was, was no reason to. There was Frank. Right. Yeah. There was no. It, it isn't a rewrite. It's just you know a re a complete rewrite is what they did with Hannah. Um, you know, and, and suddenly she got her baby and, with Faze on. Wait nah, a minute, and uh-uh. real quick, uh-uh. wait a minute, real quick. Did anybody see Ron Carvati's tweet today? No. Okay. So, real quick. So you know Ron, obviously Ron Carvati. Hi, Ron. So everybody was talking about how they done Carly's, you know, history and and Anna's history. Well, Ron decided to post a picture of him, Laura, and Fiona. So Nola, Nola, Nola. There you go. And I was like, okay, was that shade? Did he follow us on social media? Because we're talking about these two characters because their characters have been rewritten a little bit. And, yeah, I would <laughs> appreciate a slap, Anthony, like a good soap opera slap. But I'm not too sure what they're doing to Car- Like, to me, they've taken Carly as a character and kind of made her a little weak. Same as Sam. I don't know Sam right now. I don't know this girl. Um... I don't know what's I don't know her. Um, girlfriend, let me tell you exactly what they're doing with Carly. They are setting us up for Carly and Jason filing. That's what's happening. They are setting oh, us up for Oh, it's going to be Bruno. For... No, it's going to be Carly and Jason. Mark my words, girl. Mark my words. We're going to be on the show. Molly and Brando. Don't, don't get me started on that either. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. I, I, actually, that's the second floor. That's the second floor that, that other than the second not fire going on. Um, oh. yeah, that that it was too rushed. It was not, that is not Molly's character. I'm sorry, but Molly would not have done that no matter. No, if she was drunk, maybe, 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 maybe she went after after the big fight with Jordan. And Jordan did go too far, but I understand where she was coming from. Maybe if she had gone to the bar and had herself, especially since she's young and, you know, not used to drinking, okay, maybe I'd get down with it. But they left the they left the body shop and got to the, you know, body bumping shop? No. No, that's yeah. not, that's not that was so unbelievable. That was unlike. And then you had people on social media saying they're so cute together. What? What do you mean? You saw them for five <laughs> they minutes. They have chemistry. Here's the thing. They have okay. They they have chemistry, but I think the problem is first and foremost, TJ. Darn it! This is the most action that Molly and TJ has had, and that's the sad Emma. reality. Is that yeah? Even Molly's flashbacks are better than the stuff that's on General Hospital right now. No, that's all I got to say about. It. I mean, I just all feel right. I like I don't know Sam. Sam picking Jason, and I mean picking that situation over her kids. But yet, six years ago, you weren't even singing like that. You was a mother. Like, I don't like the way they're backtracking Sam. Because she wasn't like this with Patrick. She wasn't like this with Drew. No. Y'all remember Drew, right? Y'all remember yeah. Drew? Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yes, I do. Yeah. She wasn't even like this way with Lucky in the hot tub. <laughs> no, I, I don't know who Sam is, and I don't know who Anna is. And Anna, y'all all know, next to Carly, Anna is, Anna is always, oh, my God. I don't know who this woman is. I don't, know I don't even is. know Maxie sometimes. I don't even know Maxie anymore sometimes. Don't you bring up Peter again, Candace, or I'm disconnecting your call. 
<laughs> like, no, I'm just saying okay. besides that, that's a whole different story another day. But with Maxie, I just don't understand why she isn't c- career-driven thirsty. Like, she should be running a magazine. She should be doing an online shop. She should be, you know, I, I just sometimes question GH treatment of women. Like, come on now, who did take two and two together about Nell, Nina, and I'm just going to leave it there because I do think there's twins. I think I think Nina had twins. Mm-hmm. So who do you think? Willow they... and Nell. Yep. Total Willow opposite. and Nell. Mm-hmm. Willow yep. and Nell. Total opposite. Because Willow, because yep. remember they did setting it up that Willow was the was the other daughter, and especially when she had the heart, the piece of the heart. And then when we saw Nell, now here's the thing, GH. I'm glad you remember that box. I'm glad you remember that box that had the letters, the baby yes. thingy, and yes. that had a necklace. Yes. I'm glad you remember that. I'm glad you remember that. But when she held it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it's confirming. Because at first, remember, everybody said Sasha. Then they nixed it. Then they said Willow. But they were playing it too easy. And everybody was like, wouldn't it be something if it was Nell, too? So, yeah, okay, twins. Oh, somebody yeah. Somebody took the other people. Oh. Not nah, people, we can go back and tell shows from a year ago. I have been saying from the very beginning, it's going to be now. Well, we yeah, all said that at down. one point in time, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely down with the twins idea. And that I, that, mm-hmm. that I like. That I, I like definitely like. like. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just found out the classic episode for tomorrow for GH. Go ahead. Oh, boy. It's um, keeping with the tradition this week. It is when Nell went into labor. Oh, it is. Oh, God, I don't mind. I, oh, it, no, no, no. The episode where she, yeah, yeah, get me some Kathleen Gaddy. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. But, oh, but oh here's the one problem. Of the best classic lines ever on a television, ever on a soap opera. But, but, but here's the problem. Frank has said classic GH episodes. When right, and classic, I don't think of that as classic. I think of it that's from, from last, that's Luke, from Laura, two years ago. whatever. Yeah, it's from yeah. two years. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's, it that's is still what I was it expecting. Like, GH fans, please understand, I still have a love-hate relationship with the show. I'm still not separated from the show yet. I still applaud the show, for, but their classic from April 3rd until May 22nd is going to be surrounding probably around Sonny, Jason, Carly. I'd love to see some Lila and Edward Quartermain and um, Alan and, and Tracy and we're and now Mary May episode with okay, all of them in the hospital. Tony, Lucy, Tony, Alicia, Lucy. Bobby. Yep. Yeah. With all of yep. them, find out. BJ. How about Matthew. some? How Those about some with... John Stamos too? Ugh. I mean, Blackie. Blackie. Years. we got to go Blackie and Frisco. Why can't we have, I mean, obviously the go-tos is BJ stuff, Luke and Laura, Stone and stuff. I mm-hmm. would love to see, if somebody brought this up, how about we bring up um, some Rick and Monica? Or yeah, right. first Alan, introduce when Alan stalks them. Yes. Right, yes. right. Right. Or how about this? If If anything, you know, when you say classic, and I think they should have did this last Friday, how about the first two episodes of General Hospital? Right, like exactly. the beginning, like the very first two. They were thirty minutes apiece, so you can do yep. an hour, you know, or twist the fate. Right. Um, and and I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you off. Okay. I'm going to cut you off because we're we're out of time. 
We have 30 seconds. So thank you to Amanda for joining us tonight. We loved having you. Thank you to all my co-hosts for all your input. And thank you for Candace not talking about talking about killing Peter and everybody stay (laughs) well, stay safe and stay blessed. Have a great weekend and happy Easter and Passover. See you in two weeks. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Pam said it, not me. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check TakeTwoRadio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening.